Welcome to the Small Business Report. I'm Gordon Deal. We examine things like habits of entrepreneurs, emerging trends, financing, marketing, where to get help, even how to get started on your own. And I love hearing from small business owners. Let's talk about your business. Send me an email at gdeal at compassmedianetworks.com. Today's story is the employees who thrive on negative feedback and how gig work doesn't deliver the financial returns that many workers are expecting. Those stories after this. A business is only as strong as its people, and every hire matters. So don't settle for posting and then hoping the right person will find your role and apply. LinkedIn is more than the world's largest professional network. It's also a better way to find great talent. You already know LinkedIn is the world's largest professional network. Well, it's also a better way to find the best hires. And because LinkedIn considers skills, experiences, location, and more to match and promote your job to potential candidates, businesses rate LinkedIn jobs 40% higher than job boards at delivering quality candidates. Did you know 22 million professionals view and apply to jobs on LinkedIn every week in every industry? Go to linkedin.com slash now and get $50 off your first job post. That's linkedin.com slash now for $50 off. Terms and conditions apply. Again, linkedin.com slash now. Many people hate getting negative feedback and Avoid dishing it out, too, fearing it will spark anger, dejection, or even tears. But some people actually want and even seek out criticism at work. Here's correspondent Jennifer Koshenka. Most of us don't like negative feedback, but believe it or not, there are some who do. Sue Schellenbarger of the Wall Street Journal joins us now with some details. Sue, who are these people? (laughs) There have been several recent studies that actually shed light on the thinking of people who really crave a harsh critique. Um, they're, they're people who uh, are strivers. They believe they can improve their skills and abilities. They have what you call a growth mindset. Their personal goals are so clear to them that they see feedback as a tool for reaching them rather than as a setback. And, uh, and they also tend to have close friends at work. They invest in these relationships and, and they seek out real honest uh, critiques from these people. If they have close friends at work, do they also have to really like the job they're in? Not necessarily. I think some people see a job as a stepping stone to something uh, further off in the future. I think what's more important is that they really invest in every position they have. They, They don't rest on their oars. They try very hard to grow, regardless of whether they like their assignment or not. Do these people ask for feedback from their bosses, coworkers, or both? Uh, both, actually, and clients as well. Um, some of the really rigorous self-improvers that I interviewed said they are constantly asking after meetings with clients, friends, coworkers, bosses, you know, anything I could have done better there or anything you would have done differently. And they're constantly taking in this input so that they can see themselves as others see them. So is there a difference between receiving negative feedback and receiving criticism? It's pretty much the same, although I think anybody who takes the trouble to call it negative feedback has probably thought through the ramifications for the listener. I think uh, people who are careful about uh, feedback at work think of it as feedback, and they try to uh, couch it in a respectful way. Uh, they don't mount a broadside. They don't make it a personal attack, but instead they just focus on the behavior that should be changed. And also, they send a message that, you know, I have faith in you. I know you can change this if you try. 
We're speaking with Sue Schellenbarger of the Wall Street Journal. Should you ever give negative feedback to someone if it's unsolicited? One of the interesting pieces of research recently showed that um, people who are expert or experienced or quite skilled in their work really look for negative feedback. But if you're working with a novice, it's wise to be more cautious. What the researchers found is that a novice really needs encouragement and thrives more on positive feedback. And the reason is they're not even sure yet whether they've made the right investment, got the right job, whether they can do this or not. And they take feedback as a way of increasing their commitment. So all of these studies you see coming out saying that millennial workers like positive feedback and praise, probably true because many of them are new in their jobs. Sue, what if you get this negative feedback and you think it is not warranted? I think always take it with a grain of salt. Uh, Tasha Yurek, an author on this topic on self-awareness, said take time to reflect on it. Um, If it doesn't ring true to you, just first of all, take time to get over the emotion, whether it's anger or embarrassment or shame or whatever you're feeling. Think about it. Decide whether you believe it. And if you do believe it, whether it's worth trying to change, Consult a mentor, a friend, a trusted colleague, and see what they think. You don't always have to react to feedback or take it at face value. Thanks, Sue. It's Wall Street Journal columnist Sue Schellenbarger with correspondent Jennifer Koshenka. Whistle while you work? Is that really the most engaged we can hope for at work? We don't think so. With workforce solutions from Kronos, your people can do so much more, like go above and beyond for a customer, improve a process, or bring care to someone else while they work. Great businesses are powered by great people. Find them, keep them, and engage them with workforce solutions from Kronos. Learn more at Kronos.com. Kronos, workforce innovation that works. The gig economy might not be the new frontier for America's workforce after all. The Associated Press says from Uber to TaskRabbit, so-called gig work does not deliver the financial returns many expect. Also, over the past two years, pay for gig workers has dropped, and they are earning a growing share of their income elsewhere. A new study by J.P. Morgan Chase finds most Americans who earn income through online platforms do so for only a few months each year. One reason is that some people who experimented with gig work have likely landed traditional jobs as the economy has improved. For drivers, 58% work just three months or less each year through online economy websites. These include ride-hailing services like Uber and Lyft, as well as delivery drivers and movers who find work through online apps. Amazon, for example, now uses independent drivers to deliver some packages. The study found fewer than one-quarter of drivers performed gig work for seven months or more. Reminder, by the way, the Small Business Report is found on our website, which is This Morning with GordonDeal.com. That's also where you can hear our daily news program called This Morning, America's first news. Again, if you'd like to share your small business story, I'd like to hear it. Send me an email at gdeal at compassmedianetworks.com. Thanks for listening to the Small Business Report. I'm Gordon Deal.